Hello, this is Masa Jati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This is episode 82. Today's topic is ascendance, what to expect. And um, for this new year, guys, welcome to 2017. It's going to be a grand year for those individuals who are uh, awakened or are awakening or in that process of awakening. So that's fantastic. We can talk about that maybe in another podcast, uh, what that all means. In fact, I'll write that down, jot that down for the next podcast coming up. Uh, today's topic, though, is on ascendance, what to expect. With me, uh, I have a fantastic individual, a, a good friend of mine now. Uh, his name is Ryan. And the reason why I wanted him to come on to the show is that, uh, well, he's a real-life client. Okay? Uh, we're going to talk about his ascendance process. Uh, and this will help individuals, especially in the higher realms, because his abilities uh, are getting quite fantastic, very impressive. And again, that's why I wanted to bring him on the show, just to show you what he's gone through. So a real-life case study. Uh, Ryan, how, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, Mars. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you much. We'll just jump right in, Ryan. So before you met me, uh, how was your life? Or what made you come into, say, the process of say, spiritual growth? Well, for my personally for myself, um, going back to 2011, about June 2011, basically um, I had my own near death. I was a a commercial diver and I had a, a near drowning experience um, at the time I didn't understand I didn't realize it was a near death um, until well, yourself Mars you confirmed that at a later date but after that event happened it seemed like it was um, a, a trigger point for me and pretty much um, for the next well Quite a, quite a number of years, everything just started to dismantle in my life. Didn't matter what I tried, didn't matter how hard I tried. Finances dismantled, relationships fell apart, and I, I guess it was I was just trying to find an answer and just trying to find answers. And then it was pretty much just over a year ago when I found you, Mars, and started working with you. Okay. So what I'm going to do is, as Ryan tells his story on his process, uh, I'm going to break down the details for you. So breaking it down for him, uh, again, maybe, and this is why it's such a fast process for him, uh, he did have, say, a near-death experience. And, and, and there's a lot of people that ask me, it's like, well, Moss, if you didn't meet me, if we never met you, would my life stay the same? Uh, obviously, there's lots of opportunities for individuals to say awaken. In fact, every day uh, there's tons of opportunities or chances for you to awaken, to start to say realizing who you truly are. Okay. Uh, again, I just do it faster for you. All right. The near death, uh, like Ryan, again, started say that domino effect for him uh, with or without me, guys. By the way, the process that people go through, uh, I did not create it. Uh, I did not say produce it in any way. It's the same general process that, well, people uh, ascending go through, whether, you know, it's Jesus, it's Buddha, it's Muhammad, it's those, the monks, it's those, uh, say, great thought leaders, whoever it might be, guys, it is the exact same process. And this kind of goes into what Jesus said, just to clarify his story, 
is that when he said he is the way, uh, kind of distorted a little bit on that. He basically meant that there is only one way to say connect to those higher levels. He didn't say that he was the only path. If you really read about it, uh, or you know, un read between the lines, you'll start to see what he meant. There is only one way, guys. There is only one path, and that is say to true enlightenment, and that is like being awakened. Okay? That's what he really meant by it. So again, it's the same process that everybody goes through. Uh, the level that you go through, the heights that you go through, depends or impacts on how tough uh, it gets. Uh, just like any other, uh, you know, if you want to be a prize fighter, right, you really have to practice really, really hard. If you don't want to be a prize fighter, but just kind of be in the ring for a little bit, you don't have to practice as hard. So that's the same thing with this. If you want to become really enlightened, especially, say, at Jesus' level, uh, well, you have to practice really, really hard. So going to give it back to uh, uh, Ryan here uh, when he started uh, to come into me. Uh, Ryan, how did you first meet me or heard hear about me? I see it now as a, a, a conscious level. Um, it didn't really make any sense, and it just seemed like I was actually guided to come in to, to meet you, to come into your space and meet you. I, I basically um, started working Met Mars, started working with Mars online. So so what triggered you? Just to get specific, what triggered you or what was your first initial contact? Um, I'm trying to think back. Basically, I was trying to, I was, I was trying to find answers. It seemed like I was confused, really, of what was actually happening in my life. And um, it just seemed like I was guided to come and and make contact with you mass i mean it didn't when i think back it wasn't it wasn't something at a conscious level um it was purely guidance to come to you okay so let's break that down uh this happens quite a bit Okay. So what that means, uh, you know, you hear stories or I hear stories about individuals. Uh, they see me in a dream. Uh, they see me in a dream or you know, they just get guided to connect with me somehow. Uh, and then they hear my name. They see uh, they hear my voice uh, or they see my picture and uh, and it. Uh, and it triggers something in them, just like Ryan here. And no matter what, I've heard tons of people. It's like, you know, Moss, I came here. I flew from so, such and such a place. took me 16 hours to get here. I knew nothing about you, but I knew I had to see you. It happens more often than even I believe. Uh, but again, once your spirit awakens, guys, it stops at nothing to keep on awakening you and yourself. So uh, you first met me. And how long ago was that, Ryan? Um, well, I, I first met you just over a year ago, and I've been working with Mars consistently um, since then. Initially, I was so controlled um, in my own life. I basically didn't see any initial change, but as I had soon worked with Mars for maybe a couple of months, I started to get more and more clarity and actually, I was able to see just the severity of the control in my own life. Uh, wait, wait, wait. 
Okay, so let's break that down. So you didn't see any changes initially. Uh, again, many people go through this process, but I want to ask Ryan, okay, on what made him say keep going on uh, with my program. Um, I think it was because I'd started to awaken to a point again where I started to be able to get have more clarity, and it was just basically became an automatic drive to the point where I realized that I started to realize more and more at the situation where my life was. I realized that I was actually opening up more and I was making progress working with Mars. And it was just such a, an automatic, automatic drive and persistence just to ascend and clean up my space and make change. So again, guys, some of you uh, initially, especially if you're controlled, fearful, or controlling, okay, either way, uh, if you don't see those changes, those are the small, the, say the 5% or less. Uh, it takes a little while. Uh, but at some level, just like Ryan here, you might have not seen, say, the physical changes uh, or... I'll give you another example in just a second. Might not see, say, the physical changes, but there was a drive that kept him going forward. Okay, that's the key. That's what you have to pay attention to. Some people don't see that drive, but uh, again, what makes you go forward with the program, right? That is your spirit connecting with me. That's your spirit going, yes, it's working. Uh, it just takes a little bit for some of you. Uh, and I know just giving you statistics, over, say, 80%. Uh, of the people start to see the changes right away. Uh, the last, say, 15%, it takes a little bit, especially with Ryan. You know, if he wants to get into the details of his story, that's fine. Uh, but just in a general sense, really controlled family, um, you know, relationships, everything. So again, it takes a little bit to break away. Uh, if you've been, say, controlled on from the other side, it might take you even longer. He, ha he wasn't controlled from the other side. Or some of you who have, say, abilities, right? Uh, those abilities, as you use them, starts to control you as well. Okay? The flip side of this is when people start, say, their initial introduction with me, what happens is that their life, just like Ryan's, even before he met me, uh, the catalyst for him was that near death, uh, again, a great opportunity to transform if you're awakened. And at that time, obviously, he was awakened at a level, so it was beneficial for him. Um, however, uh, other people who meet me who haven't had a near-death experience or if they've had, uh, weren't, wasn't awakened at the time, uh, what usually happens is that, well, uh, all the control sources, all the darkness, uh, everything around you that's been binding you, controlling you, uh, and Ryan will get into that shortly, uh, those things start to fall apart. So if your life falls apart, and I'm sure it will, okay, it doesn't mean that the program didn't work. Okay, It just means that there's a lot of trash around you. Uh, again, statistically, about 40% 40, 40 of you will just go forward uh, without any, say, detox effects. Uh, a good number of you, say the other 40-50%, will have some level of detox, whether it might last, say, a few hours uh, to a few months, okay, depending on how controlling you are. I, again, guys, as your life falls apart, uh, it is still change. It is still positive change. Uh, but again, 
the trash has to be taken out. Okay, and that's what you're feeling. You can't stay the same uh, and then expect things to get better. Right? So Ryan, let's talk about the process of change. So we talked about, say, the beginning, or do you want to add more in, uh, to the beginning? Okay, no, he says no. And as you note, guys, got a beautiful accent. Uh, he's from Scotland. Uh, he never really met me uh, personally, uh, and his life changed. So again, guys, uh, you know, online events uh, and so on do really, really work. Uh, so let's go into, say, the middle of your journey, Ryan. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Uh, and then kind of compare from, say, that when you first started with me and then looking back towards, say, the middle of your journey? Well, as I was able to, as I continued to work with Mars, I started noticing more and more change, more and more positive change opening up in my day-to-day life. And again, for me especially, it was just such a such an automatic drive just to change and move forward to the point where I, I got to the stage where I just, I can remember one day saying, okay, what I've tried so far in my life hasn't worked. So what seemed to help me accelerate further was I surrendered everything to my spirit and my higher self. And I can remember like asking this, asking for this for about three days um, continuously, just asking my spirit, okay, I've tried my part, it didn't work, uh, please spirit you take over now and just i've just let that happen and um ultimately that really has helped accelerate my change okay uh so at breaking that down guys uh so the middle uh, starting to awaken started starting to realize uh correct me if i'm wrong ryan starting to realize that well there was a lot of control around you does that make sense for you? Yes, that's correct. I, um, as I, again, as I got more and more clarity, I just realized more and more that wow, my whole life has been totally controlled, and what I've tried to do so far hadn't worked. So ultimately, it was a time to let my spirit take over and run the show, basically. Okay, so let's recap uh, before before his uh, say experience with me. Uh, again, his near death catapulted him. To open up uh, for you, it might be different. Uh, although it might be a near death uh, for a good number of you, or maybe an accident or surgery or something like that, which kind of mimics that near death. Uh, again, catapulting you faster, further. Uh, but other people that come in, they just know at a deep level, spirit level, that something has to happen, and that's why you connect with me. Uh, in the beginning, although if you're awakened or not. Okay. doesn't matter. You start to see your life, say, fall apart because those old patterns don't work. As people work with me, right, as they ascend higher and higher, uh, they'll start, they start to see that. But they actually start to see, right, that their life really needed to change. Right? During that process from the beginning to the middle, guys, that's part of the hardest process there because you're still stuck with the old paradigms you're still stuck with the same belief systems that have say held you or trapped you or pulls you back in you're still stuck with the same people around you which say want 
want say the same thing out of life to make their life continuous okay or seamless uh, as you pull away they're gonna pull say uh, towards you or pull them uh, pull you down okay? because again uh, as you ascend higher makes them look worse right? uh, there's a good number of you on this podcast listening to the podcast that'll have that effect from their family from your loved ones and so on so just be aware of that okay always maintain your space and ryan if that makes sense to you can you talk about that uh and one thing before i forget is that he said he submitted his will okay he and the important thing which is very brilliant so thanks for bringing that up ryan is that he said that he submitted his will to his spirit okay uh, very important, so I'll say that again. He said that he submitted his will to spirit and then pure source. Right? Uh, I want to emphasize that because a lot of you who have been in the guru mentality, in the church mentality, in, say, the ashrams or, you know, whatever is out there that controls you or wants to dominate you, they say to surrender to them and they'll take care of you. Okay? Uh, I have never, ever said that to anybody, so really, really make note of that, okay? If anybody says, you know, you need to give your paycheck to 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 us, you need to do this, you need to stay away from your friends, family, and so on, isolate yourself, right, uh, to ascend higher, uh, walk away, okay? Be very leery about, uh, about that. The only thing... Okay. Uh, isolation is very important. It comes from internal. Okay. Once your spirit awakens, yes, isolation does happen to some individuals if they especially need to, say, learn about themselves. Okay, But it's never an outside process. I never say, okay, you're at this level that you, know, you have to submit to me and then I'll help you out. Okay, So that's very, very important. Okay. Uh, again, anybody else asks you to give up anything, for them, to them, walk away, all right? Uh, and then, Ryan, do you want to talk about uh, your experience there? Yeah, um, like what like Mars said about um, pulling away from family and friends, etc. Basically, yeah, I did all of that. I had a son which was six months old, and again, my partner at the time was quite abusive towards myself. So one of the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life was to leave my six-month-old son. But I, underneath that, I had to make that decision to move away from that space. Ultimately, um, most of my family members, in fact, all of my family members were um, ultimately controlling my life. Um, I had to start moving away from them and basically I moved away from everyone I classed as a friend as well so I pretty much just realized that my option was to just clean the slate and that's pretty much what I've been working on and I've tried to do. So remember that guys okay so very very important uh, again another topic is that as you ascend higher that isolation effect does come in. Uh, in fact, it happens to a lot of people. And the reason why it does happen, okay, is that uh, no matter how much you love somebody, no matter how much they, uh, you are there for them, uh, some people, uh, again, most of us say they get burdened by that, okay, especially if it's a controlling one like uh, Ryan's example. But take a look at, say, the great individuals, uh, Buddha, 
went away, right? He gave up all his princely possessions. He was a prince. Walked away, isolated himself, okay? Uh, look at Jesus. What happened to him? Uh, if you look at any of those religious figures, Abraham, Job, Jesus, uh, Muhammad, uh, again, there was always, say, a level of leaving, okay? moving away of uh, of humans or individuals, right? Uh, and then understanding yourself at a complete level, okay? Those individuals who who should be around you or were meant to be around you, um, they actually ascend with you, okay? Those individuals that aren't they needed anymore, they start to fade away from you, okay? No matter how hard you try. Or Ryan, very hard thing to do, okay? But the important thing is, Okay. Uh, and some people go, some people might go, well, how can you leave your six month old son? How can you, uh, and so on. Uh, but if you look at it from my perspective is that as he strengthens, as he comes to his completeness, okay, which is the fastest journey for him, it's the most efficient process or method, uh, for him to do is walk away from any, everything, redefine yourself, strengthen yourself, just like they do some of the native tribes. Right, indigenous tribes, what do they do? They send that uh, young individual, you know, 13, 14 years of age, they send him out for a couple of weeks, a month, right? They come back into a man. Same thing here. Uh, yes, it sounds cold, leaving your six-month-old son, but then as he ascends higher, uh, I can guarantee you uh, that his six-month-year-old son will come back into him uh, and he'll be a strong father figure for him. Uh, and then... Uh, that strong father figure will be so bright around him that his son will transform and move away from, say, the darkness or the possession or the controlling of his mom. So, uh, so again, uh, it always works out for the grandest for you. Let's jump into uh, the exciting part, and that's why I brought him on, because he's really, really ascended uh, much higher. Uh, again, he's been with me for about a year. Is that right, Ryan? Yeah, about a year. Okay. Uh, and most individuals, guys, to ascend to these levels, uh, you know, monks take decades and decades to get to this level. Uh, and there's other modalities. Uh, some of you might have been trying for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years as well, right? Trying to ascend higher. And now uh, you're with me. Uh, and it might take, say, a few months to get to the levels that you've tried for 10, 20 years. As a note, guys, whether it's religion or, you know, success mastery or motivational processes or anything that's out there, uh, again, this is one of the fastest ways that I've heard from other people. Uh, the important thing is, guys, I'm not knocking any of those, say, other modalities down. Okay? Those are great tools. Not saying that you wasted your life of 20 years and so on, you know, practicing these other modalities. In fact, uh, those are great tools for you because they give you, say, the physical knowledge, uh, the physical competence. So once you, say, meet me, uh, what happens is that, and as I remove those underlying programs, right, those, that physical knowledge that you have, uh, the adeptness that you have of the physical, uh, the physical realm will get to say those higher realms even faster for you. So you can actually put those tools that you've learned from other modalities into place. Now that say this foundation has been say resolved, or those foundational issues have been removed, and a new strong foundation that you can build upon in this realm 
comes about and it's a strong foundation okay so uh let's talk about uh where you are now so as i've been consistently working with mass i've um, been able to remove more and more distortions and controlled frequencies out of my space and ultimately i've been able to open up my space more and more um, initially all my pretty much all my abilities in fact i think all my abilities were to completely blocked off but ultimately what's basically happened to me more recently is my abilities have started to open up more and more what what has happened is quite recently is as i've cleaned up my space more and more um, one of I've started to experience or see um, like dark entities initially around my own space. But what has happened now is I now see dark entities around other people on the street. I see dark entities controlling people and latched on to people. But um, Initially, what happened for me, as an example, this was one of my first experiences, was um, when I was meditating. I would go into meditation and um, this large, dark demon type of entity would come into my space, put its hands around my neck and try and strangle me. And this happened for three days in a row. Um, on the fourth day, it never came back. It disappeared. So I, was, I would like to ask Mars, um, if I've cleaned up my space more and more in the initial sort of days of seeing this entity coming in, where, is, where did this entity come from and why was it trying to strangle me, basically? Uh, that's a great question, Ryan. So let's get into, say, the details of it. So as you ascend higher and higher, uh, what will happen for you? Uh, you have to be the master of, say, this domain and the other domain. Okay, So this side and the other side. So as we ascend higher, okay, no matter who you are, uh, again, Jesus went through this. Uh, in fact, uh, the dark days, dark nights of the soul, uh, he was tempted by the devil right, to uh, jump off the temple. In fact, uh, I think the story in the Bible goes that the Satan... I told Jesus if he jumped off the temple, he would be the possessor or master of say, the human or the physical realm. Okay, so those things you do get tempted with. Uh, again, it's it is a space of darkness. Uh, so let's break it down. So as you ascend higher, imagine that there is say this this path that you're walking on. Okay, uh, and as you come into that path or as you go on ascend higher and this is where a lot of people tend not to be at say those higher realms okay this path gets narrower and narrower and narrower and eventually it's like a tightrope okay and you can't make mistakes okay? on on one side is the brilliance and then on the other side is the darkness okay? uh, most individuals think that as you ascend higher uh, you move away from the darkness, you come into brilliance, right? Uh, it does not work like that. If you if you talk to any Ascended Master, if you read uh, any of the Ascended Masters' okay, uh, stories, you will see that they've, say, conquered both sides, right? The brilliance 
side, say if you fall into that, uh, the brilliant side, right, or go into the, the, the light so strongly, basically what happens there, since the brilliance does not need you, uh, you well, kill yourself uh, in a very quick manner and you'll get destroyed and you'll just get absorbed into that brilliance okay? if you can't maintain that strength. Uh, and then on the dark side, since the darkness needs you to sustain yourself, what will happen is that you'll get addicted to drugs, uh, you'll have, say, near deaths where they can, say, pull or control uh, you, and you'll get that downward spiral. But for the most part, since you are worth more physically here, okay, creating density, uh, your spirit is bound to you physically here, uh, again, which allows them, say, more control, whoever controls you, the darkness, the devil, whatever you want to call it, okay? Uh, addictions, uh, patterns like that, drug abuse, uh, abuse, controlling uh, environments, all those things are, are of the dark side. Again, the reason being it's more of a slow death there because the darkness needs your spirit to, say, brighten themselves or feed themselves. And they need more and more and more spirits. It's like we need more and more and more food. We just don't get satiated once, right? We have to continue to eat, to thrive. Well, the darkness needs to continue to eat spirits for them to thrive. So that's why, uh, again, the darkness is more of a slow death. Uh, if you're falling off over into, say, the brilliance, uh, it's a quick death because, well, you're not needed anymore. Uh, uh, it doesn't need anything to sustain itself. Okay? So this trajectory, uh, again, this path gets narrower and narrower. Pretty soon you're walking on a tightrope. There's no, there's no room for error. Okay? And uh, like I said before, that's why there's not a lot of people because there's not a lot of individuals at these levels that can maintain uh, the strength of staying in the middle staying right balanced no matter what happens, no matter how far you get, say, pulled to the right, to the light, or how far you get pulled to the darkness. Okay? So what Ryan was explaining, you know, he was having uh, some entity choke him. Well, as you ascend higher, also what happens is that there are entities that will see that you're ascending higher. They know exactly, say, what level you're at. They just know. Uh, just the same way as, say, dogs or cats or any animal. If, there's, if you're scared of them, they'll sense that in you, right? Spirits, entities, people at a subconscious level, they'll know exactly the level that you're at. So as you ascend higher, there's going to be, well, you have to, say, be the master of those higher levels. Well, to be the master of those higher levels in those realms, the brilliance will push upon you, will say, antagonize you okay uh, again push upon you the darkness will push upon you by the way the darkness since since you're worth more to them since you're brilliant now you're shining brighter you're vibrating higher they'll want you even more so you're gonna get say the darkness type uh, individuals and Ryan's gonna tell you a few more stories uh, on his ascendance for them to, say, pull you off into the darkness. Uh, and, and, and there's tons and tons and tons of stories, say, of brilliant artists, brilliant architects, harbingers, right? people who are transformational, fantastic individuals, 
then again, they got into, say, drug addictions and so on, and then their lives perished, right? So uh, that happens all the time, by the way. So again, the key is to maintain your balance. So Ryan, why don't you tell us some, some of your other stories, okay? Because I know a lot of people, say, will relate to you. Because I know there's a lot of people through the work that they've done with me uh, that have gone into those higher levels, okay? A, a pretty much a similar sort of time frame when I had this experience of this dark entity trying to um, basically choke me. Around about a similar time, um, I had a beautiful experience where I actually had um, two spirit guides come into my space. Um, initially, I didn't understand or realize what they were, and, and um, it wasn't until maybe <clears throat> a week or so later, I actually asked Mars um, to confirm were the two spirit guides, and Mars confirmed that they were, and they were of pure source. So basically, I was, um, from time to time, um, going into that space with my spirit guides and you know, asking questions, etc. But um, basically coming forward a bit, what has happened again more recently for me is I had to sort of maybe just pull away from my spirit guides because what I found was happening was uh, initially I my spirit guides would, would come in and basically uh, I thought it was my spirit guides but it was actually dark entities pretending to be my spirit guides and trying to trick me into making the wrong decisions. Basically, what happened was, as well, I had a dark entity come into my space and try and persuade me to go and have a look at the dark side. Um, and it was basically quite clear. Um, I had like a... Uh, words coming into my my space saying, why don't you come and have a look at the dark side? You're actually strong enough now, Ryan. Um, don't worry, you'll be fine. Just um, just come over and have a look. Um, obviously, I didn't because I, I realized at a deeper level that it was just trying to lure me over and trying to trick me. Again, another example was that, um, um, again, I thought it was my spirit guides and it was like my spirit guides came in and they say, okay, Ryan, it's time for you to maybe sign a contract. So I kind of went with it to a, a space. And then again, I just had like an underlying knowing and I was kind of, I asked the question, like, you're not my spirit guides. And straight away, the faces changed into like a more evil type of entity. And that was it. It was finished because they was obviously trying to trick me into signing something which wasn't pure, um, but it was, you know, portraying to be of my pure source spirit guide, but actually it was like a dark entity. Fantastic story. And, um, and uh, let me share you a personal story of mine uh, with my son, Zach. Uh, again, most, well, all my kids actually are very gifted, uh, very intuitive. They sense, well, the other side. And again, they, they, they burn brilliantly. So my sister had passed away a few years ago, close to her. Uh, Zach was close to her. So, you know, we'd go visit her grave and so on. And then from time to time, my son and then other, some of my other kids will go, hey, you know, Auntie, Auntie Par, her name was Parween. 
very beautiful lady, by the way. She would come in and it's like, hey, Auntie Parwina is here, you know, and I could feel it. I could verify, you know, that they're feeling it as well. You know, she'd hang out for just a few seconds or so uh, and then, you know, uh, evaporate. Because spirits who know where they are, they never hang around you uh, for longer than a few seconds or maybe a minute at the longest. Okay? Because, again, it drains you. It drains them to be so, so dense for you to, say, sense or feel them. Okay? So uh, out of love and respect, uh, again, they're here they blend in, uh, they actually, say, um, infuse you with the brilliance of timeless beauty and love, uh, and then they'll leave. Okay? So just be aware of that as well. A few months ago, there was this thing that came in, uh, pretended to be Auntie Parween, and uh, he was saying to Zach, uh, she was saying to Zach, it's like, Zach, you know, life is kind of hard here. You know, and at the time, it's kind of dating a, a difficult girl. Uh, life is kind of hard here. School kind of sucked for him. Uh, you know, it's like, gosh, you know, and I miss you. Uh, and he was getting, say, pulled. Uh, and since he's intuitive, it's easy to, say, pull uh, your spirit away from your physical form. So, and he would, at first, I didn't even think of it. You know, it's like, it's like, and he would go, I miss him up you know, I want to go see her. I want to go, you know, go see her grave. And we'd sit there and she just like cries eyes out. And then later it kind of s struck a funny chord when I tapped into him. Uh, I was in, in the UK on an event tour uh, and he texted me. It's like, I miss Auntie Parr. And I'm going, and as soon as he said that, I'm going, wait a second. It doesn't feel like Auntie Parr. So I texted back to him. Uh, and this was during the event uh, that I was doing. I texted back right away. I go, ask him. Uh, ask Auntie Parr if that's really Auntie Parr. Uh, and then in a few short minutes, texted back. He goes, no, it wasn't. So as you say, as you become brilliant, you become a very important, say, uh, well, you become a VIP. Uh, and they'll want you. They'll seduce you. They'll do anything to absorb you. Okay. Does that mean that, say, the program that you joined with me didn't work? No, not at all. I can't do everything for you. Okay, And uh, as a note, anybody who says they can, run away because they're, they'll want to control you. Okay? Again, these are all practices for you to get stronger, just like going to a, a dojo, right? Uh, martial arts. Uh, you know, you have a trainer, right? Uh, they'll push you, they'll force you, uh, and you'll get stronger and stronger and stronger to maintain your balance as you go deeper, higher and higher, uh, because nobody else can take you up to those levels. Right? Uh, I mean, I can take you, introduce you to those levels, but I bring you back down just because it's, uh, it's a faster path for you now that you understand it. But again, to maintain those levels, you have to do it on your own. So all these are, say, practice spaces. Uh, and as a note, like I said, uh, again, just to reiterate, because it's very important, you become a very important player uh, and everybody wants you to be on their team. Okay? Uh, one more point before I hand it over to Ryan. And this is uh, this next level uh, is very uh, interesting because uh, there's a lot of people in this next level.
okay, coming in through the work that we've done, which is actually very exciting. So, so uh, in the future, we'll actually be doing more, say, higher, although this is very high advanced programs, we're going to do even, say, higher level, say, programs coming out because there's people now that are ready for it. Uh, but coming back as a trainer, sometimes uh, I call them, say, friendly, dark entities. Okay, uh, those are those trainer types. Those are those are say the coaches that'll put a pull a knife upon you, okay, uh, or a gun, and then you practice on, uh, say c- controlling your space, strengthening your space, uh, overpowering them. Okay, so these are say the friendly darkness individuals uh, that'll come into your space, and you can kind of sense because they're just going to test you. They're just going to push you to your limits. Okay, you can kind of tell if they're like true darkness or, uh, or uh, again helper uh, entities, as I call them. Okay, yeah. This next phase, Ryan, uh, we're going to be talking about is say what you see in humanity, and I'll explain the details of why you're going through the process. Okay, so do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> as I've continued working with mass, um, it seems like my abilities have opened up more and more um, to a point now pretty much where I am now I have quite a lot of examples actually but um, initially I started seeing chains people uh, in my mind's eye I'd see like people walking along the street maybe someone has a limp but what I would see behind that limp they'd be dragging uh, like a large chain along the street behind them another example was I actually saw a lady, um, she was walking very quickly along a station, train station platform, and she was leaning very much forward. And what I saw um, was she seemed to have like a, a pretty much looked like a dog collar or a collar around her neck, and there was a, a large chain um, at 45 degree angle in front of her. Um, and it was literally looked like she was being walked briskly like a dog along the station platform as a couple of, of examples. But ultimately what has happened since then as well, I've started to see um, darker entities around people more and more on the streets and in every day-to-day life. I, I saw an old lady Quite recently, she came in with her, with her husband and um, she was so bent over, she was like literally looking down at the floor as she came in. She was, her back was so bent over and then her husband was assisting her into her chair. And even when she sat down, she was still so bent over, she was looking at the floor and supporting herself with a, a walking stick. Basically, what I saw behind her was again, it was like this dark entity was actually staring at me, looking at me with a kind of well, like an, an evil type of grin, smile basically. And what it was doing, it was pushing down on this lady's back. And every time this entity pushed down, I could see the lady struggling more to support herself. And then this entity would, entity would let go and she would lift up slightly and then it would push her down again and she'd be straight and um, again, on her walking stick, I, I wouldn't. I would quite like to ask Mask why. Why would that entity 
look at me and do that to someone else. Uh, well, what happens, Ryan, uh, again, uh, those things are real. I see things like that all the time around people. Ryan, at, at the level that he's at, can't do anything about that entity. Okay? So, but those that entity that sees him, he actually knows that Ryan can sense him or see him. Okay? Most individuals aren't awakened at that level. They don't see the things that are really happening that's causing, say, the issues that you have. Okay? Most people think that is a physical consequence or what you've done in the, you know, in your physical life that is causing, say, the issue. But if you listen to any uh, of my pod, not not the podcast, but the global healing, time after time after time, there usually is say some spiritual, say reasoning or programming behind the scenes that's causing the uh, the physical issues in these examples uh, for these people. Uh, coming back to that entity, though, he'll see Ryan, okay, and he knows that Ryan can't do anything uh, about it, so he'll. Well, basically, uh, almost like say, uh, would you agree with me? Almost like give you the finger, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It seemed like it was trying to, basically, yeah, push my buttons. Basically, looking at me. Um, I think initially it was trying to maybe fear me to get me to trigger yeah. to respond as well. But um, it seemed like yeah, it was basically like look at me. Exactly. So it's just like physical reality here. You know, you see something happen to somebody else uh, and say that person is stronger th than you or it's a gang uh, and they just look at you uh, and they know that you're not going to do anything. Right. Because, well, uh, in this case, uh, he doesn't have the abilities. So they'll taunt you. Okay. In, in say, in my case. They'll look at me uh, and they'll understand, say, the, the level that I'm at, and they'll actually say, honor me. Uh, and then that's how I get to, say, remove, say, the bondage, uh, whether they're getting pulled along like a dog or suppressed, you know, or burdened. You know, you get to the level. You have to be higher than the frequencies or those entities that are say, controlling you or other people for it to, say, remove uh, away from you, okay? And this one very special note, I know I said it on another podcast and then some people took it the wrong way. They actually l listened to the last half. They didn't listen to the complete podcast, uh, obviously, okay? Uh, again, because they were possessed or controlled. Uh, I said that as you send higher, okay, uh, like I said today, the darkness right? Whatever they are, no matter how dark they are, uh, they will honor you. Uh, and this happens to me. This happens to people ascending. Okay? This happened to Jesus. They, or Buddha, those dark entities will honor you because all they really want to do is say, go to the path of brilliance or connect to pure source even stronger. Okay? They know that you are on the right path, so they respect you, they honor you, uh, and they'll follow you, and they'll even help you because, well, you're creating, say, a vortex for them because they're lost in their ways. Again, and that's, so I, I just want to clarify, it's not that 
I'm working with dark sources. It's not that you're going to be working with dark sources. Uh, again, you will get to the level though, okay, that the dark sources will look at you and go, wow, that is a strong, brilliant individual. And that strong brilliance is not anything to do with your physical possessions here, how much money you have, how much talent you have, anything like that. It's the brilliance that you are internally. They'll look at that, okay, uh, and they go, gosh, I want to be on that guy's team. Okay. So, so that's where the darkness again helps you. And then one thing that I noticed that I want to comment on is that Ryan got a little, say, dark himself or despondent, if you or sad, is because you know you your abilities start to awaken, right? Uh, you see the realities of what how or what life is really about, uh, the curtain pulls away and you get to see why this physical realm is the way it is. And when you start to see that, it is very distorting. It is very, uh, how would you describe that? Do you want to describe that, Orion, yourself? Hey, yeah, what Mars has just explained is pretty much very, well, it's very accurate, actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I started seeing, um, how can I describe it, like the underbelly of actually how humanity is controlled. And I think that in itself I found really hard to initially accept. And yeah, I mean, it, it was actually, it's a very sad thing to see. I suppose, you know, you, for me, you hope you hope you have you have a hope for humanity and then you see the underbelly of what's actually been controlling the majority of humanity for a long time and it's it's quite a hard thing to accept and you know and you see that day in and day out on people and and and, and the reason why you see that again is because you you're starting to see what's really there for you not to destroy you although uh, there's a possibility that you can get destroyed from it, again, if you are not strong enough to maintain those levels. Okay? It will destroy you. But what really happens is that as you see what's really happening, you also have the abilities to, say, transform humanity okay? at the level that you're at. So that's why you're seeing what's happening for you. Okay? You can't let it get you down, depressed, although that's the initial phase of it. Okay? And then you'll walk out of it just like Ryan did and he'll get stronger and then he can actually see uh, or say as he walks by somebody, he sees somebody that's being controlled by something that's at a lower level than he is. He can help that individual. Uh, again, that's how we clean up humanity. That's how we bring, say, the purity of humanity back into, say, this physical realm. And that's where, say, all the death, the destruction, uh, the torture uh, whatever's happened, the devastation, you know, to humanity and the earth, uh, start to say move away for real. Okay. Uh, again, guys, as you said, higher and higher, uh, again, the stuff that you see, okay. Quite disturbing. You know, you get to see the real say truth behind or, or what's behind those closed doors. Uh, it's there for you to really help and transform reality. The reason why you're seeing those things, uh, for you, Ryan, and everybody else is because it allows you to strengthen and then it allows you to do something about it. Right? So that's why you're seeing that. 
one more thing, a uh, couple more, couple points, guys. I just want to finish up because thoughts are coming up, and this is probably for those people who are going to be listening in. Some of those people who are in the sane asylums, uh, you know, they see uh, the darkness, they see things around them, uh, and then the you know uh, psychiatrists think that they're hallucinating. They're really not. Those things are actually there, but they're just so bound by it, they can't do anything about it. Imagine if you were handcuffed, you know, or chained against the wall, your your eyes open, can't close them, and all you see is death and destruction around you. That'll drive you insane. And that's what some of these people in those insane asylums are experiencing, what Ryan is experiencing, but they, they went to those levels without, say, strengthening or becoming enlightened, and then, again, they end up crazy. Another thing uh, I wanted to discuss was that, and I know it, it, it might seem kind of far-fetched, especially because this, this, these podcasts are becoming so popular. So thank you for that. Thanks for listening, guys, and thanks for spreading the word. Because um, I know as you guys listen to the podcast, uh, I'm always working on you and you're feeling the shift, is that... Uh, yes, it might sound strange, especially if this is like your first podcast that you listen to me. Uh, it might sound strange, but think of it this way. You know, uh, the world of bacteria or the world of germs, right, that cause death, that cause destruction, uh, that causes illness. You never see that, right? But you know germs are around you uh, at some level because, well, that knowledge is available to us now. Uh, back in the day, before doctors knew about germs, bacteria, um, you know, microorganisms, before they had um, microscopes, right? before they invented microscopes, uh, they couldn't see uh, you know, the tiny world. Uh, they didn't think germs existed. Uh, it was not there. They had no concept of it. So they would go from patient to patient, right? Spreading germs around, thinking that it's okay to do that. Now we're more aware of it. So think of it that way, guys. Um, Back in the day, you know, when something, uh, a new tool called the microscope came about, we started to see what really was the underlying cause of illnesses, uh, death, and so on, okay? This is that next layer Right? Uh, for people like me or other people opening up, we're starting to see, say, those underlying or unseen things that might sound strange, just like bacteria did back in the day. Uh, in fact, doctors uh, ridiculed those individuals who believed in bacteria. Okay? Look how far we've moved uh, ahead. So this is the same type of of, say, learning curve for humanity, right? There are people who are starting to see what's really causing, say, the issues of humanity, um, including myself, uh, and again, people who who I've trained, and then you'll see it uh, in a very short while that more and more individuals will see what's really happening, right? Uh, And will become more aware of it, and then obviously we'll think, well, of course, it makes sense now. Although in the time frame that we're living in, it doesn't make sense, right? Uh, we think, uh, well, people will ridicule you, uh, but more and more people are coming out of the closet and going, 
yes, I see stuff like that. Okay, so bigger and bigger groups are forming, which is really nice. One more thing, guys, as you ascend higher and higher, this is something else that I came up, is that people will ridicule you. People will say that, oh, you're possessed, you're the dark side, and so on like that. It happens to you. It happens to me at a higher level. Okay, uh, so just be aware of that. Uh, again, especially if people, those individuals who are extreme and controlled by the darkness, uh, they'll reflect that back upon you as you ascend higher and brilliantly. They'll think that you're the darkness or you're the cause of their issues. Just think of, say, Dracula coming into the brilliance of the sun, right? He despises the brilliance. Uh, people will come to you. They will despise your brilliance and then think that you're evil, just like Dracula thinks that the sun is evil. All right, guys. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into the meta healing. Today's meta healing is going to be on becoming aware okay, or strengthening your space as you ascend higher, no matter what level you are, no matter if you're a beginner, uh, that middle space that we talked about, or for those individuals, and I congratulate you uh, as I see more and more through, say, the Healing Mastery programs that we do, the Healing Mastery Advanced programs, and then many other advanced programs. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. So no matter where you are, just becoming more aware so you can learn from those tools that are going to become available to you from your spirit. Okay. So sitting, standing, lying down, getting comfortable. Let's go ahead and take that deep breath in. Again, inhaling through the nose if you're new. Inhaling through the nose, nice little four count. Holding it for a second or two, and then exhaling, letting go. Deep breath in again. Connecting to the group, just wondering how many other people are going to be listening to the podcast uh, I believe it's over a half million. So a lot of momentum, a lot of strength, because there's always strength in, in numbers. Right. Take advantage or opportunity that that strength provides us. Uh, I call it the mastermind, uh, which allows us, uh, again, momentum to pull us out of the ruts that we see in our lives. Those repeating patterns pushes us through those blocks or challenges uh, that we face. Or we get pushed against. Deep breath in again as you become aware of your body relaxing. Whether you've had issues or problems relaxing in meditation, uh, you might see that you're bypassing those issues as your shoulders start to relax and let go. You might get heavier, they might droop down. Uh, your upper back relaxing, your mid back, your lower back, right, right down into your hips down into your legs, your thighs, and even into your calves, and right out the bottoms of your feet, all that tension, releasing, letting go. Breath in again, as we notice again, our breath slowing down, more relaxed, deeper, confirmation, that it's okay for you to even get more relaxed, more comfortable. As we ask ourselves, 
how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Again, that question, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Whether you're new, it's not religious, not spiritual. And then coming into your throat, your collarbone, sternum, the bone that connects your ribs together in the front. We're just going to hang out here for a second or two. There's lots of different ways that you can open up. But for the most part, most individuals, as they open up, as they resonate higher, uh, that uh, from the chin right into the sternum, right above your solar plex, right where your ribs meet, uh, that space starts to open up. It's really a space of um, becoming aware or sensing your reality. Let's take a deep breath and again as it continue to work on you and as you note your sternum, the collarbone, your throat, your mouth, that line that runs up into your nose uh, and up into your forehead, third eye area, and then all the way up. So imagine the width of your mouth running up your head right into the top of your head. Then even further back if you'd like. Just noting your breath as we take that group breath in, strengthening that mastermind that helps us even more, holding it and then releasing as I continue to work on you. In this med healing, helping you become aware of your surroundings, helping you become aware of your physical form and then your spirit body around you, within your surroundings, starting to note exactly where you are in that fourth dimension, space-time dimension. We live in a 3D world, fourth dimension is again space-time, and knowing the exact coordinates of where you are within space-time. Very powerful. I'm not going to get into the details on this podcast, but just to let you experience it. As I work on you in silence, breath in again, just noticing that space, top of your head, right down into your sternum.
Noting your breath. As a note, no matter where you are in this stage, beginner, in the intermediate, advanced, not just helping you become aware of your space as a given, but then also say uh, the buttons that we're looking for. Right? Uh, that's a given as well. So becoming healthier, wealthier, closer relationships, uh, general sense of well-being. It's always being worked on, no matter what the focus of these meta-healings or the podcast contents are. Okay? And again, as we go deeper yet, becoming aware of your body, your spirit body, arms length around you, above you, below you. If you're new, you can just sense or even imagine or even fake it. If you can't sense it, if you could imagine the space around you, arms like the round, above, below. What would it be like? Just be aware of it. It doesn't matter if you sense it or not. And then again, noticing yourself in or within your environment. Deeper breath in.
can go ahead and leave you in this space. You can stay in this space for as long as you'd like. You can even go take a nap. It will still feel like you're connected to the mastermind group. And it will still feel like I'm working on you. All right. Thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Notice what you notice, especially with this topic that we talked about. Thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Take care. Again, notice what you notice.